The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth. Joining me today is Jerry Karaya, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. We're going to talk about a little bit about the Great Reset. We'll talk about some natural fancy colored diamonds and other ways that you can protect your wealth against the current inflation crisis that we're just at the beginning of. And let's start today with talking about the dip. We have a major dip on our hands, Jerry. Well, not major, major, but significant. Enough to say, I'll buy that. Yeah, big reaction to uh, a lot of things that happened this week. Among them, G7 meeting, uh, how all the leaders got together and talked about globalist aims and globalist goals and things of that nature. FOMC happened yesterday where the Federal Reserve spoke, um, and that was the, uh, the, um, the reason why we had a, a, a spike in the U.S. dollar index. So in a nutshell... Last yeah, yesterday had the, uh, the the Fed delivered the most important. Um, actually, it was the day before delivered the most important uh, Fed meeting of the year, um, in which uh, they kept the QE printing at 100 billion uh, a, a month, um, and indicated that yes, inflation is 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 on the rise, but surprising the market was there was their dot plot, which is their forecast as to how they're going to be raising interest rates or what the interest rates will look like. And out of the blue, they said we're going to be uh, raising interest rates twice in 2023. Uh, and for anyone who knows, the market tends to, in the indices today, in the trading platforms, they listen in for keywords. So it's all algorithm. They took the words, they digested it as a U.S. dollar spike dumping precious metals and everything else, bonds, stocks, you name it, crypto, everything just got smashed. U.S. dollar was the winner. But we know it's transitory. That is what's transitory. <laughs> the strong U.S. dollar is very transitory. This is a gift to gold buyers. You take this opportunity and you buy gold. But, you know, the, the verbiage that he, you know, he jawboned to the market was a lot of hot air. But uh, the computers didn't pick up on a few key phrases of uh, Jawbone Powell. He basically said the dots should be taken with a big grain of salt. <laughs> and, and further, he says, yes, you know what, this is the most important Fed meeting. And you could think of this meeting as the talking about, talking about meeting, if you like. Yes, he actually said that. But unfortunately, the computers and the algorithms didn't pick on, on that joke of how strong the U.S. dollar should be. So we took that with a mighty grain of salt here at Guildhall. Uh, a lot of buyers came in into the market. We had, a, uh, you know, we had to you know, alert our, our investors to say, hey, this is an opportunity here. Take advantage. And a lot of people did take advantage. And we talked about last week, we mentioned a gentleman from Crescott Capital. His name is Octavio Tavi Costa. And he summarized the FOMC meeting with a very sharp phrase. He says, we're debating if we should start a diet two years from now after just eating everything in sight, printing so much money, and now the Fed all of a sudden, you know what, two years from now, I'm going to start a diet, Jeremy. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, first of all, I mean, 
You're on fire. I, I love the idea that you want to know what's actually transitory, the dollar strength. That That's number one. Number two, I love uh, your new phrasing for Powell, which is we're calling him Jawbone Powell. I love that. Um, I love the James and the Giant Peach reference that Powell used with uh, the the mighty grain of salt, right? Exactly how yeah. big a grain of salt should the should the world be taking of his words? And and finally, I love love this idea, uh, and I'm being facetious, of course. The way Powell is talking about uh, talking the way a, a guy who's non-committal. To, to a potential girlfriend is speaking. He's like, yeah, I, I'd like to maybe think about perhaps talking about talking <laughs> about maybe if we should call each other boyfriend and girlfriend. But I don't think we're at that conversation just yet. Maybe two years from now. Maybe later we can talk about later. And, I mean, that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The fact is, is they can't raise rates. They are so backed into a corner on this rate thing. So, you know, they can have all their models that they want. If they raise rates, they are destroying the market. And I'll tell you something, the market knows it. Every major financial advisor knows the Fed is going to have their back. And so this is this is the slightest amount of jawboning ever, and I'm not even sure how long people are going to continue to pay attention to the Fed. So that aside, right? Okay, you want to say you're going to raise rates in two years? I mean, Janet Yellen, that's like Janet Yellen speak right there. But put that aside. You're right. We had the G7 meeting. You had the FOMC meeting. And lo and behold, you have the dollar rise. Okay, fine. That's transitory. But the, the metals go down. Mm -hmm. And that's really the story here, right? That the metals go down based on the fact that the dollar gets a bit stronger. And so you have this counterintuitive move, long-term move or, or major cyclical move of this uh, downtrend in the silver and gold market this week. To me, I got to tell you, I know, I know you know this too, Jerry. Most people look at that as an incredible opportunity. They pick up the phone, they put their orders through, they, they get onto the keyboard, they pick put some orders through the e-store, they call us, they pick up some more product. And then you have a lot of people who look at the market and they say, what is this all about? Why is the market going down? I, I just, I don't understand. This 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 sucks is, is kind of what, what some people think about when they see the market uh, pull back. Mm -hmm. And it's very important to when we discuss market pullbacks and prices to include things like charts. So for gold, we are just under the 200-day moving average of 1,800. Gold sitting at about 1,775. Silver, we're seeing about 50-cent interval moves. So we're hovering around the $26 mark. Uh, the loonie, on the other hand, also lost about 400 basis points this week. So we lost a bit of purchasing power for our gold and silver. So it's kind of moved, a little bit of an offset. Yeah, we had a bit, little bit more of a dip in metals. But this is a huge buying opportunity because there are a lot more fundamentals looking at things for gold, Basel III, inflation, and money coming out of the stock market. These are major fundamentals right now for the supporting of gold, especially talking about the G7 resets. 
The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Yeah, you you do have this uh, Bank of International Settlements uh, Basel three coming into play. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's go through some scenarios, a countdown, if you will, to Basel three. It happens, I guess, uh, within a week and a half, and this this is one of the scenarios that I would have picked out, which is, oh, maybe you get a pullback before these rules are implemented because then the market's going to start running. And so it neutralizes where the market would have run to, right? We've seen this happen many, many times in this market where, oh, there's going to be some news that comes out that's going to be very, very positive for gold prices. Let's smash the gold prices so that way when this news comes out, gold can, will basically run back to where it was or slightly higher, and we've neutralized this run. That, that to me is one scenario which which were happening. Another scenario could be what I would what I would call the the Y2K theory. Nothing really happens. The it comes and goes. Most most major bullion companies have dealt with it. Most bullion banks have probably dealt with it, and so therefore you know they've gotten their allocation of physical, and so now they don't really care. It's like, yeah, we've we've figured it out. So thank you very much. That could be another another option. What do you think? What other scenarios do you have in your mind? Well, yeah, for the Basel three, it is about what is on the balance sheets of these institutions. Do they have enough capital to of uh, to remain solvent? I believe it is about seven percent of tier one capital that is necessary. How much of their tier one capital is now disvalued if they held unallocated gold, which is paper promises, something that uh, drew uh, or caused MF Global to fall. They were selling unallocated gold accounts, and MF Global is by way of Dodo. They're no longer here along with the gold. So it's a matter of what do these balance sheets look like? How much do they, are they, do they have 7%? Did they acquire enough gold to fill in the gap for the unallocated positions? But pullbacks like this makes you think, did they orchestrate that so that it they, could, so that they could acquire enough gold. We're only 10 days away, nine days away after tomorrow over the weekend. And a lot of things are happening. You know, there's, there's um, you know, looking towards the, the balance sheets. You know, Egon von Greyers this week wrote an amazing piece. At this pace of $120 billion a week, or a month in the U.S. is doing, at this pace, in another five to 10 years, the U.S. debt is, is in the trillions right now. It's going to break one quadrillion in, in about five to ten years, depending on infrastructure and the Green New Deal and uh, all of these things. Jerry, Jerry, we'll grow our way out of it. It's okay. I mean, interest rates will stay low. Or default. They'll just keep printing money. It's, it's fine. It's all going to work out. Don't worry. What could go wrong? The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Getting back to, these, uh, to, the, to the Basel III rule. I was listening to an interview with Bill Holter. He said, you know what could happen? Uh, central banks could lend the money to those banks that, that require the collateral, and that could neutralize the, the issue. He's, he stuck on the point again about the fact that the LBMA and the World Gold Council were were really protesting this move um, from for Basel III, saying this is this is untenable, we can't handle this. And, you know, that kind of goes in line with everything else that's happening with LBMA and COMEX and the fact that, you know, I was listening to something this week with Chris Marcus out of Arcadia. And they were saying, they were interviewing someone uh, 
from a mining company saying Samsung's going not going to the comics anymore. They're going straight to the mining companies to get wow. their to get their their uh, metals, and it's not just silver either. They're they're going to get their copper and all of these other elements um, and metals. So they're bypassing the comics. So it's just one more nail in the coffin that more people have woken up, and I really think a lot of it is the Wall Street silver that they've realized, you know what, this is a crooked casino. Why are we playing here? Mm -hmm. Let's get out of this. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the opportunity that we have on our hands right now because of the dip in the market. Is this something that's going to be sustained? Is this something that's going to be transitory? Should we be buying more? Should we be letting go of some, some metal at this point? What do we do on these dips? The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Let's talk about physical precious metals. At Guildhall, we deal with only physical precious metals. That means when you're acquiring an ounce of gold with Guildhall, you can take delivery of that, hold it in your hand. You can store it in an independent private vault, completely allocated to you. Your account is, is then segregated from all other accounts at, at the vault which means you have zero counterparty risk and you've privatized your wealth. We can take that even one step further. If you want to hold physical precious metal in a registered account and have direct ownership of that physical precious metal, we can do that for you. We do it in RSPs, TFSAs, LIFs, RIFs, um, you know, retirement accounts, pension plans. We can do it all. And the idea is you want to privatize your wealth you want to get it into a situation where if inflation runs rampant, you maintain your wealth. That's what this is all about. You maintain your wealth. If you've never purchased precious metals before, we think that you should start with some smaller product. You know, get a little bit in your hand, maybe one ounce of gold, maybe a tube of silver maples. Just get a sense of what this market's like, what it feels like to buy some product, understanding the pricing a little bit. We know that when people do that, they, their confidence grows. They get addicted to this because they realize, oh my gosh, this is actual, real money. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, before the break, we were just talking about the fact that this is a dip. Dips are a gift, mm -hmm. personally. Some people think, question, why is this happening? I thought the market should only be going in one direction, which is up, up, up. Mm-hmm. Well, what do, you, what do you say to them when that happens? It's just a matter of looking at this as a currency. Gold is a hedge against the U.S. dollar. It moves in the opposite direction of the U.S. dollar, especially if you're a first-time listener, first-time potential buyer. Gold and silver move in the opposite direction of the U.S. dollar. So as we know, the U.S. dollar strength or the U.S. Federal Reserve note is uh, going through a transitory period of strength. Uh, because of a lot of hot air and jawboning, this is a huge buying opportunity. If you're a first-time buyer, you want to get some smaller increments in your hand, a 10-ounce silver bar, which is about $400, a tube of silver maples, you get 25 in a tube of you know, beautiful silver maples for about $1,000. This is a great start, but knowing that this is a hedge, this should be your main reason to get involved. And when you have dips like that, it's like almost 
your insurance policy getting cheaper, which never happens. You're getting full policy insurance, full coverage, zero counterparty risk, protecting your wealth and your children's children's wealth. And this is the whole entire point is generational wealth. And on these dips, you take advantage. There's a few, you know, trading uh, vehicles that we like to use. Dust is one. It's an ETF that's, you know, 3X short. So on an FOMC day, you can buy a dust. You can hedge uh, and make some money on a, on a short position on gold and silver and then use that to buy yourself some physical gold like I did yesterday or silver yesterday. 2,000 ounces I picked up at the dip. You have to take advantage of these dips because it's number one a hedge, but it's the best of both worlds. You have in infrastructure being built up that requires oh my silver. gosh yeah i know inflation yeah we are anti-debt silver is anti-debt anti-bubble there are many bubbles out there and there are many needles that can prick any one of these bubbles but your silver is anti-bubble so it's the best of both worlds you have your hedge they're beautiful they're great to pass on as gifts but you know what these things are going to take off and skyrocket triple digit silver many people are talking about uh five digit gold who wouldn't want to be in something like this? This is, you know, beyond the madness that we're seeing. Speaking of madness, we're recording on Friday, the 18th of June. Today is Quad Witching, Witching Friday. So there's a lot of volatility today. There's a lot of expi- expirations. Wait, 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 what's Quad Witching? So it's a stock op index futures expiring, stock options, stock index options, and stock futures uh, all expiring on the same day, which happens um, on the third Friday of the month each quarter. So it's quad witching, which is the reason why I took uh, four espressos just now, <laughs> just to fire myself up for the show, Jeremy. But what's going on behind the scenes? Just yesterday, talking about madness and why you want to hedge against all of the madness, the reverse repo action is happening again. What does that mean? Basically, the, U- the Federal Reserve will utilize reverse and repo and reverse repo basically to tighten the money supply. And they've gotten to a point where they printed so much money, there's too much money out there. And they're talking about tapering as well. Tapering connotates that there's health, there's actually growth that we can actually scale back our purchases. But we're not seeing things going back to normal. The commercial and industrial businesses are not taking those loans from the Fed and the bank that they're trying to lend to. They're not taking the loans. They're not expanding. People don't want to go to work. So what do they do with this extra money? They're now sloshing it back and forth. The last three weeks, we've been talking about reverse repo. It's gone from $200 billion to $400 billion, and today or yesterday, smashing new all-time high of $756 billion sloshing around behind the scenes while you're sleeping, ladies and gentlemen. And about a week or two from now, we're going to hit a trillion dollars. This was the big play on why, you know, before COVID began, this is what was going on, and this is what was causing a lot of risk and a lot of people people's eyes to open. How do I get away from this madness? Physical gold and silver is the major play. And, uh, you know, there are other options uh, for for gold and silver, maybe, you know, ETF, but you want to get the physical. 100% physical is what we do here at Guildhall. Bars and coins, LBMA approved in your hands or in your registered plans. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. And, you know, Jerry, I think the other thing to consider here is when you see a dip in the market, this is the opportunity to cost average. If you've purchased it at a higher price, the, the, the goal is to not cry in your cornflakes. The goal is to now buy more so that you can lower your cost of doing business. And that will put you further in front as the market rises. Now, if you're fully positioned, okay, have patience, right? 
The best thing about people who own physical precious metals is they own it. They're outside the banking system. They have all the patience in the world. Yeah. Right. And we believe that you should have at least 15, 20 percent in your portfolio. Now, we're not advisors. Let's make that clear. We're, but this is what we do. This is what our clients are doing. In fact, most people these days are putting in much, much more than 20% because they've run out of options. At the end of the day, you know, you can chase yield because that's you have no choice but to chase yield when you have uh, basically zero interest rates. So what are you supposed to do? Well, you can, you're watching these bubbles and bubbles grow and grow and grow. And I'm thinking about this whole BlackRock story about buying real estate up in, in America taking it away from other people. And why are they able to do this? Because they're taking advantage of, of low interest rates through the Fed, borrow the money at 1%, charge 4% to the renter, and they get that they get that spread. Why are they doing it? Because they don't have any other choices. So they're chasing yield. It's a broken system. It's a broken system that's now affecting Main Street, right? It, mm -hmm. It's always going to trickle down. And this leads to this leads back to we're going all full circle again back to the Great Reset. You saw, you saw the G7 summit. All of these are globalists. You know, you look at the you look at the leaders of those countries, and you know they're all kissing Klaus Schwab's ring, mm -hmm. right? He's he's the the economic forum guy who's talking about the Great Reset. And this Great Reset, if you start studying it, if you start look going down the rabbit hole and understanding what it is, first of all, you might start reading about it and go, "That's never going to happen." Except they've been they've been following the playbook. In fact, a lot of the playbook, it, the pandemic is written into it. And the idea of this great reset is, oh, it's all for your good. We want to fix global global climate change and we want more equanimity around the world. Okay, sorry, that sounds like communism to me. Mm -hmm. And there's no such thing, right? It means you and I are going to fight for scraps while the people at the top are going to be living in, in amazing houses that are all fenced off. Mm -hmm. Does that sound familiar? Mm -hmm. the, the woman from BLM, she bought a house. She oh, yeah. hates walls, but she's yeah. going to build a fence around her one and a half million dollar house in California. Where did she get that money? Right. I got to know, where did she get that money? That's crazy. Anyway, I digress. The fact is, is these people are working for central banks 100%. 100%. You do your research, you'll figure that out. And central banks are all about self-preservation. Mm -hmm. I think back to 2008. Uh, and they said, oh, oh, how, how are we going to fix this problem? Oh, you've got to give the Fed more power. We need more money and more power, right? That's what they're after. Mm -hmm. when, when their system no longer works, they're going to go to the next level, which is give us more power, more power. That's the answer to everything. And more power is all about self-preservation. This is not for you. Mm -hmm. This is not for you, the listener. This is going to hurt you the listener. It's going to hurt us. And the only way to get out of that is to say, I'm not going to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And and some people even say, start studying your bank and see if you want to be a part of the bank that you're working with. Exactly. Right? Like that's something Catherine Austin Fitz talks about. You know, she's, she's writing a check from Chase Manhattan. She goes, wait a minute, do I really want to be right? Anyone with a Bank of America <laughs> yeah. uh, account, you know, um, it, it's crazy. So we want to get out of the system. And we know that precious metals have done very, very well. Yes, they, they've been higher. We're, we're still under the all-time highs, which is an opportunity. But how can you not see the writing on the wall that the dollar is, is tanking, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's worthless. It's absolutely worthless to the point that they've overprinted now. Like you said, 
other banks don't even need the liquidity at this point. They're mm -hmm. like, I don't need it and I can't lend it out. So why bother? Mm -hmm. We need to get out of the system. We need to look at something that is going to protect your wealth or the alternative is be it, have rose colored glasses, pretend like overvaluations are totally the norm, totally fine, that somehow uh, inflation is an okay thing and just live your life. Mm -hmm. I don't know many people who can afford that. No, no one can really afford that at all. No one can really afford, you know, digging their head in the sand and, and, and trying to uh, sleep this away. Uh, we're seeing inflation. We're seeing the loss of our purchasing power. And the power is getting sucked away by these, these power-hungry bro brokers, these, uh, you know, the G7, whatever you want to call it, people in the World Economic Forum who are trying to siphon our wealth away. Sovereignty is being siphoned away. And gold is your protection against uh, this this grab of sovereignty. It's not just grab of wealth, but it's your grab of freedom and sovereignty. And they don't give it back. Once you give it up, you're not getting it back. The only way that you can somehow protect, you know, this is a corner that we Guildhall talk about is wealth. One way to protect is your precious metals, is by owning your own physical bullion stack your stash your in a depository account this is the one way because rothschild said it the best he he showed us the, the the hand the cards give me the power to create a nation's wealth and i care not who makes its laws what does that mean you can make all the laws you want but if i can control the printing of the money if i can inflate it if i can destroy your your savings and I, if i can destroy your wealth and your sovereignty i don't care about your laws so therefore, the only way to protect against this runaway printing press is through physical precious metals that cannot be printed away into oblivion. 100%. It's about an asset. It's about holding an asset that is inflation proof. And thousands of years of history shows us that gold and silver not only hedge against inflation, but that they will be a way to increase your wealth through these times. So it's not just defensive. It's also an opportunity. Get involved. Contact us at Guildhall, the number 18778Silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. You know, Jerry, I think as, as any dip that occurs in the market, I want to always return back to the fundamentals and think about why gold, why silver. Personally, these type of dips these days don't bother me in the slightest. It seems to not bother anybody else. Most people are just buying on the dip. But we look at the reasons to own physical precious metals. We've discussed some of them so far today, which is dollars going to be devalued, not just the U.S. dollar, but every dollar is being devalued. That means it's robbing you of your personal, your personal wealth. Mm -hmm. And so you want to have something to hedge against that. The printing money leads to inflation. The other is supply and demand. And if you look at supply and demand and you see that gold and silver have higher premiums these days, it's because the demand cannot meet up with the supply. The supply is always short. 
always short. You know, you you look onto people onto other companies' websites, and uh, you know everyone runs out of product very quickly when when you see a pullback like this because people are taking advantage. So people know. People know they don't have to talk about it on CNBC, but people know that they need to be owning physical precious metals. The other is the geopolitical risk involved, and I think we've tapped upon, touched upon that throughout the show today. Whether it's central banks gunning for your liberty, right? They want to take over everything, and they're doing it through printing money and confiscating wealth and putting it through the bankers. And if they lose, if something goes wrong, the taxpayers pay. So it's just this complete hollowing out of the middle class due to the central bank policies. And this leads to geopolitical unrest around the world. Now, yes, you've got the G7 nations. They, they seem to all be working together on this one, right? They're, they're definitely um, in symphony on mm-hmm. this one. But not everyone around the world agrees with that, and not not every one of their constituents agree with what's going on either. You know, I'm not a fan of the the Great Reset. That Great Reset is going to cost a whole lot of money and technology that we don't have yet, and I don't know why it's got to come from the top down, from the government down. You know, leave it up to the leave it up to the private industry. You know. The electric car was invented way longer before Tesla ever came along, but the government squashed it. Why? Because they were connected with big yeah, oil, exactly. right? We don't know what the connections with big pharma are, right? What are their connections and all of these things? So, look, at the end of the day, there is going to be some crazy geopolitical unrest. I certainly am not going to give up my property to, to anyone at any time, and I don't think many people are. No. So there is a part of this whole Great Reset that seems like a lot of BS to me, but they're they're going to try. They're yeah. going to try. And and if you put up with it, if you give them an inch, they're going to keep taking. Mm-hmm. So I think the geopolitical side has taken on a lot more these days. But those are the reasons. And, you know, if you look at those, you get the gut check and you go, what else, what other option do I have? Am I going to buy real estate that's overvalued? There's not, there's very few people out there that don't, that are not calling overvaluation on real estate. Everyone knows the stock market's completely overvalued. You can't put money in the bank and get interest. I might sound like a broken record, but I mean, all roads lead to precious metals mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're looking at. Now, there are other assets you can get involved with. You know, you could try cryptocurrency. That's definitely an option. Um, personally, ask me to put my my net worth into crypto. I'll tell you, you're crazy because there is no way I'm going to put all my money into crypto. I I wouldn't trust it. Could I put it all into gold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely could. I know enough about the gold market, and that's the that's something else that I think I always. I mentioned this quite a bit, is that you can't learn much about the gold and silver market by watching the price. Right. There's really nothing to learn by watching the price, up or down, it doesn't matter. You can call, oh, it's rigged or it's not rigged, it's manipulated, not manipulated. I mean, the price of gold in 2001 was under $250 an ounce, it's trading at $1,750. How, how well are they doing? Yeah, exactly. Right? So uh, gold's up something like 420% in Canadian dollars over the last 20 years. That's actually 20% a year if you think mm-hmm. about it. So look, it's a great asset to own. Are there other assets? Yes. One asset would be something that's very rare. Look for rarity, collectability, something that's going to hedge against inflation. And we look at natural fancy colored diamonds, and that's something that has definitely continued up, continued pace with inflation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and this is part of the reason why you have to keep up with inflation. 
it has to be rare. It cannot be printed out of thin air. The asset has to have intrinsic value. Gold, we know, has intrinsic value. Diamonds, we know, especially natural fancy color diamonds of guild halls, um, criteria. This is investment grade. Uh, natural fancy color diamonds, we have yellow diamonds in stock. Pink diamonds that are uh, that are just being bought up. You know, investors are looking for something strategic as well. Gold is very strategic because it's concentrated. You can't get any more concentrated than a diamond. You can literally have fifty, one hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in the palm of your hand, and you're a free person to travel the world and start your life again. This is a very strategic asset and a beautiful one at that. I've been doing some research, Jerry, on the pink diamonds recently, and. It is very, very difficult to find a pink diamond available anywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about any pink diamonds of, of, of good quality. Yeah. You know, pink diamonds in general don't have, don't have internally flawless. They're usually not the highest, highest clarity. But when you're looking at pink diamonds, the majority of them are, are SI or slightly included, meaning you can see the inclusions with the naked eye. The type of pinks that we offer at Guildhall all have to be of VS quality, so you you can't see the inclusions with the naked eye. If it's a VS and you can, that's a problem. We wouldn't mm -hmm. we'd stay away from something like that. And we always want to have the stronger colors as possible. So even if it's a fancy, which is you know the third level down, we try to look for the strongest color fancy that we can. And they're not out there. No, they're not out there. That mine closed back in October, and it's as if all of the pinks just went into further hiding. It's a pretty interesting thing to watch. I mean, it's similar in the the in the colored diamond market for yellows. I think the yellow diamond market might be at this point in time more dependent on jewelry. So the jewelry market, the retail market, and that hasn't quite recovered yet, but it's coming. And I think that's where perhaps an opportunity lies in in yellow diamonds. Because if you think about it, pinks are pinks are gone. Mm -hmm. There's no more pinks. Um, it's it, in some ways it's tough to have demand for something that's not available. Right. Right. Um, if you do have a pink diamond, you know it's destined for incredible collectability down the road. You're looking at, you know, the equivalent of rookie cards. Yeah. Right. These type of things. It. it and the prices have have gone gone up considerably. Our typical sort of quarter carat VS intense diamond, you know, less than a decade ago, we're selling for twenty-two thousand Canadian. You can't really find them for less than forty thousand US, thirty-five thousand US. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the prices have moved up quite nicely. So, I think for anyone who's looking to create wealth long-term, um, generational wealth, something that you buy, you hope you never have to sell that kind of thing, I think the diamond could definitely be a part of a portfolio. Yeah. And, you know, my tenure here at Guildhall being here for about 10 years, you talked about the rarity about, you know, pinks not being around. When I started here almost 10 years ago, we had one red, two blues, and those are gone. And we have never seen a blue or a, a red diamond since. Um, and that really opened my eyes uh, to this market. I was new. I knew nothing about it, but through your expertise, Jeremy, Paul, Nicole, GIA, uh, GIA accredited, um, I got a chance to understand what rarity was and um, being able to say, you know, we would love to see that type of blue diamond come back. Paul would love to buy that diamond back. And just also being able to help, you know, investors that have hold, you know, held diamonds, 
Uh, it's a little bit of a long, longer term hold, but we get those diamonds sold and we will find that right buyer when it comes. And, and it's great to see that, um, you know, the retail market is starting to open up. And uh, if you're a first time investor, come on in, have a look at a few diamonds with our diamond discovery session, understand what, a, what an investment grade diamond is, which, you know, what type of diamond would fit your portfolio and understand uh, your, you know, set some expectations moving forward. So get in touch. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. We're talking about the dip today. It's a great dip. We've had a lot of people take advantage. I'm very excited about it. For me personally, I think it's a great way to just say, you know, you're covering all of your costs of doing business. Right, gold's down about eighty eighty-five dollars over the course of the week. So this is a really, really exciting opportunity. Great to see everyone taking advantage, and we'd like to just thank everyone for taking advantage and getting involved in the market. And uh, Jerry, do you have any other thoughts on the dip itself? Great buying opportunity. Just don't want to sound like a, a broken record, but surely I am a broken record right now. This is where we should be buying. This is where I bought yesterday, and you should too, especially if you're a new first-time buyer. And Jerry, what? What are you seeing right now amongst clients who are getting involved in the market for the first time, let's say with registered accounts? What's a theme that you would say is being shared amongst most people these days who are seeking out precious metals? A theme is, I mean, I've spoken with countless people who have just simply looked at their portfolio. The TSX has done horribly in the past few years, so they're looking for that gain. But then having an understanding and after a consultation, knowing what... Uh, where they should be parking their wealth. You know, Egon von Greyer says, you know, my clients are not selling their gold even at peak highs because we don't know what the future will look like, where the money will, where we should park it later on. Everything is a bubble right now. So that's the type of conversation that we're having, looking at valuations, price to earnings in the stock markets, four times the norm. Um, everything is overvalued. Precious metals is undervalued. And we have a cyclical market here in precious metals where we can follow the historics uh, of, of, the, of the ratios, the silver to gold ratio, the silver to real estate ratio. And these are exciting things to view because, you know, you could take a refi, refi your property, take some equity out, buy 2,000 ounces with $80,000. You know, and we go back to, I mean, look, Guggenheim, a huge, massive hedge fund, the CIO is calling for $10,000, $8,000 gold. Uh, the, the World Gold Council, you know, $5,000 to $10,000 gold. And what does that mean for silver? If I feel the silver to gold ratio can hit 12 to 1. So at $12,000 gold, at 12 to 1 ratio, that puts silver at $1,000 per ounce. Who doesn't want a 22x? I know I do and I will. Yeah, you know, I was looking at a client of mine discussing with some some RIF accounts and LIF accounts. So these are retirement accounts where, you know, they, they have to take out a certain amount of money every year. And just looking at the cost of doing business and how it works. And I've been I've been uh, discussing with them and showing them just one particular client that we have um, where they purchased in December of 2015. 
uh, this gentleman put in about $200,000. He's taken out over $60,000, $70,000 out of the account over the years because it's a lift. He's got to take it out every year. And he's also had to sell off some product in order to do that. He hadn't taken, he, did, he decided not to take delivery of the physical product, but to, to, you know, take the cash. And the client's still up on the $200,000 investment. He's up over $100,000 and he's still taken $80,000 out of the account. And the account is still worth well over $200,000. I mean, this is, wow. this is the type of thing that people dream about when they hand their money over to a mutual fund um, advisor, right? Someone who just sticks them into mutual funds, takes two, three percent management fees. You know, as a client, you sit there for five, six years, and nothing happens, and you're saying, "Well, what, what's, what is this all for?" Mm -hmm. You could have just physically owned gold or silver, paid the cost of storage of one point two five percent, and like, for example, this client. Okay, look, they've been in the market a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's been in the market a while. He's up 70% on one metal and 50 per, 56, 60% on the other. I know personally my portfolio is not much different because I started in, in the registered accounts about the same time. It happens over time. It, this isn't a quick market. This is a slow-moving market where you can ignore the moves in the market on a day-to-day, -day, not worry about it. But in a couple of years' time, you look back and you go, wow, this has really, really performed well. Now, if you happen to buy it at a higher price, that happens. If you happen to buy silver in 2012, 13, when it was coming down, silver was coming down off the high of $48, and you bought it at a higher price, and you haven't cost averaged, okay, have some patience. If you were in a position to cost average, you could have been doing better, getting, getting better prepared, mm -hmm. right? I know for me personally, I think that, you know, borrowing from a line of credit or, or getting a cheap money off of a mortgage might be a great play at this point instead of getting additional real estate. But that's me personally. Mm -hmm. That's me personally. But that's how much I believe in the market and how much it could rise higher. What are your thoughts? Well, that is a theme that we're seeing right now. A lot of people not putting their money back into the real estate market, but they're looking at precious metals, looking at something that has opportunity and is safe. Another theme for registered plans is the individual who kind of wanted to get, wants to get the money, first of all, undigitized. Everything on earth right now is embracing the digitization of everything. Um, we, we should not you know, jump into that wholeheartedly. We need to have something that is undigitized, like a physical asset outside of the banking system. So that seems to be a theme coming up. A lot of people are asking, how do I get, although my money is showing up in a registered plan, I'm not ready to withdraw it. How do I do it? Well, you're going to be owning physical gold and silver that is held in a vault outside of the the banking system, outside of that financial system. So you're you're creating that zero counterparty risk asset, and that is step one. Then you have the you know a little step further, Jerry. What if what if I want to actually take the physical out? Well, it's just like any registered plan. You deregister it, so you pay the withholding taxes. But once you do that, you know, we help you along the way. We can submit that 
once you pay the withholding taxes, those metals are there for you to pick up or have it shipped to, right to your door. Yeah, there's no convertibility. You already own the product. You've already paid the cost to, to buy that physical product. So there's no conversion. There's no, okay, now you've paid your withholding. Now we have to convert your silver gold holdings into something specific that we can ship to you. No, no, you get the serial. You had the serial numbers. That bar is sitting there. It's your product. So you just take delivery of it if that's the case. Now, there's there's kind of a game here with, with, with registration accounts, you got to overcome inflation and overcome the tax to withdraw it. But that's your money. And you know what? Gold and silver have completely done done that over the years. They've helped you win that game in the registered accounts, which is why we love them so much. Feel free to contact us and, and learn more about how to hold the physical precious metals in your accounts, as well as natural fancy color diamonds. Learn about how a natural fancy color diamond could be part of your portfolio and help you diversify even further in these uncertain times. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. I'd like to thank everyone for staying with us throughout the show today and listening in on a week-to-week basis. Uh, we love having you here. We love your conversations throughout the week. Uh, it's such an enjoyable time. It's really fun to, to get to know everyone and have some great chats with everyone. Jerry, thank you uh, again for joining us this week. And you've been listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.